0: This is the dealer news today podcast, the podcast for automotive executives and the professionals who support them from the dealer news
1: today headquarters. Here's your host, Dave Canton with Andrew Cherkasky. Dave, good Friday afternoon and literally good Friday. You know, Good Friday to
0: all of our listeners. Happy holidays! I know a lot of our listeners uh, uh, have been celebrating Passover and now Good Friday and Easter weekend. There's so much to celebrate this week, Andy.
1: You know, there there really is, and uh, we have done so many shows at this point. We're grateful to our listeners. Um, this is just a a day for us to feel positive, for us to uh, think forward, to to give to others. Um, it, it's a it's a very uh, good day indeed. You know, one of the things we were talking about with all that we We've done on the show. We've talked so much about the news. We've talked so much about coronavirus. Uh, we've talked to so many guests who've given us so much advice. One of the things that we wanted to do as we were pre- preparing for today's show is to ourselves give one topic each of specific advice and some rationale behind it to our listeners to give them an idea of what we've compiled from the, the number of interviews we've had and to just kind of give our thoughts. And so we're going to do that if you're still up to it. Andy, Um,
0: giving back is the most important thing there is. And that's something I teach my kids every day. It's more so important to give. And today, we're going to give the audience two incredible topics to take away from this podcast, but we're also going to give. One of the greatest guests that we've had on the show thus far.
1: I am really excited about today's Today we have
0: Ernie Bach Jr., the CEO and president of Bach Enterprises. Everyone in the automotive industry knows who Ernie Bach Jr. is, and I'm so excited to bring him on after we're done with our intro and giving everyone two great topics to take away today from this
1: podcast. You know, I'm so excited to actually meet Ernie Bach Jr. I've had an opportunity to meet many of our past guests at NADA or otherwise, but Ernie Bach Jr. is a person whose reputation kind of precedes him, bigger than life personality. Uh, and I'm just so excited to, to get to meet him, I guess, through the airwaves. It's going to be a great show today, Andy. Let's get started. Okay. Before we get to our topics on advice, let's get to our, uh, a word from our sponsor.
0: This podcast is sponsored by DCG Acquisitions. DCG Acquisitions is the automotive industry's most successful dual agent acquisition and growth specialists. For more information and to view their collection of premier dealership listings, visit
1: DCG Acquisitions at DaveCantonGroup.com. You know, Dave, the challenge is this. Each of us are supposed to give one piece of very specific advice with some rationale. Are you ready to go? Let's do it. Okay, and you're yeah. up first.
0: Okay. It figures I'm up first. Of course, he would say that. Before we started, he said he was going to go first and he just put me on the spot, but I'm always ready to go. That's right. So, Here's my piece of advice for every automotive executive dealer principal that's listening to this podcast today, okay? It's so important to prepare for post-COVID-19. We're all talking about what we're doing through COVID-19, what's going on right now, what we're experiencing, but what we're not talking about enough of is how we prepare for the future. What does COVID-19 mean Post-COVID-19, how are we preparing our business? Okay, how so are what we, is it? But Let me just say this. Here's yep. what we need to do, okay? We need to work every day with our teams virtually. Okay. So we remain safe. Okay. We need to work with them to create the new normal way of doing business. And I say normal, just this morning. I say normal because we think about what we've been doing three, four weeks ago and, and that's gone, right? What does it mean moving forward when they, especially all the car dealers out there, when they finally allow you to start selling cars again in your showroom. Think about the loss of time it's been since your salesperson greeted a customer, since they did their last walk around, since your finance manager, you know, p- printed out their last menu, since your sales managers uh, gave their last meeting in person to their staff. It's so important on the service end, even though we're still servicing today, we're doing it in a different way, right? We're not greeting customers the same anymore. We're not utilizing tactics that we have been utilizing the automotive industry. So here's what we need to do. We need to prepare today for tomorrow. We need to get our teams in place, review the processes, just like reviewing a playbook if you're playing on a sports team, review the processes and make sure that everyone understands what's expected. If we're going to start selling cars on May 1st, and I'm just hypothetically throwing that date out there, we don't want to begin learning the process on May 1st. We want to begin selling cars and servicing cars on May 1st. And that starts today, okay, April 10th. Get with your teams, get your leaders in place with your managers, and make sure they understand what needs to be done in order to conduct business moving forward. Process and people are the most important assets in a business. And we have to make sure that our process and
1: people are ready to begin. Post COVID nineteen, and you know what? To, to your credit, you were doing it just this morning. You had a, a conference call with all your people, uh, checking in on them, making sure everybody's doing okay. So, uh, bravo to you for for doing that, leading uh, leading by example. I am going to call you out a little bit because I think that was two topics. You had people and process. So, a little bit of criticism. I think there, they Dave. go I, together. I, I mean, Be- when okay. when
0: does process and people <laughs> not go together? You need the people to follow the process. You need the p- process to best lead and guide your people. So, do me a favor. Make sure that your general managers, your service directors, your sales managers are ensuring that your teams are ready to go post-COVID-19.
1: Okay. So here's my piece of, of advice. Um, and I've, I've seen a little bit of it so far. It's getting your marketing in order. It's thinking about who your consumer is now, not after this happens, not in kind of retrospect, who are going to be your most important consumers after this is over. One of those might be people who previously didn't have vehicles, people who were uh, relying on public transportation, uh, people who carpooled, et cetera. People now need vehicles. These are going to be people, I think, who are looking for lower price entry model type vehicles, vehicles that are good on gas, vehicles that are easy to get around in a city environment. Uh, And then on the luxury side, you're thinking about people who have been hit financially. And so they're going to be thinking about, are there Excellent financing deals out there. Is there an excellent lease deal out there? Are they going to need to drive less miles, and so they can get into a lease a little bit cheaper because they're not going to need as much of a mile threshold? So I, I think you're thinking about your consumer. That's my piece of advice. We'll see if that that uh, if that plays. And out. Andy,
0: there's so many more consumers that are going to enter into the automotive That's market. Right. We we've been hearing from every state dealer association president, their greatest concern of not being able to sell cars or just online sales is all the people that have been relying on mass transit
1: so uh that's our two pieces of pieces of advice we would love to get some feedback we've been getting feedback on our social media from folks i think next week we're going to start incorporating some of that into our shows um please hit us up on linkedin hit us up on facebook on instagram on twitter uh we would love more feedback we want to hear what people have to say with that i think it's a great transition to finally get on the phone here and for those of you who uh would like to see it us today. We're going to be via video. So uh, today we have Ernie Bach Jr., the CEO and president of, of Bach Enterprises.
0: Let's get him on, Andy. Ladies and gentlemen, this afternoon we have Ernie Bach Jr., the CEO and president of Bach Enterprises. Ernie is a celebrity in the automotive industry, especially in the Boston area. We all know he has a passion for music and his creative advertising, especially in selling cars. Ernie and his entire family are extremely philanthropic, and we're going to learn more about that today on today's podcast. Ernie, good afternoon. How are you? I'm
2: very good, Dave. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you we're on, and thank you so much. We're- you here.
1: This, is, uh, this is an awesome opportunity to talk to you. Thank you so much. Ernie, you know,
0: obviously we all know what the automotive industry has been experiencing, especially with COVID-19 throughout this pandemic. You know, your family has been part of the automotive industry for so many years. Uh, Let's get right down to it. Uh, Do you have any ideas of how dealers can help those struggling during these times?
2: Well, let me just address the first part. My grandfather started the business that I am in right now, the company, in 1938. So I think that today's situation, it's really about concept. It's not, you get into the little things later, it's really concept. You really have to have an idea and a direction and be very, very strong in your thoughts and how you're going to handle this. For example, when the plane is crashing, when you're going down in a plane, they tell you to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you do it for the kids. Naturally, if they didn't tell you that, you would have it, you'd put the kids first, but you have to to take care of yourself. And in today's market, the people that take care of their company and their people, because the people are their company, that is, there's no key to success in this craziness, but that is definitely, one of the techniques that you have to do. You have to have your house in order. You have to be strong and you must take care of the people that are with you. You
1: know, Ernie, you have such forward thinking, uh, kind of notions and we have asked so many people in the auto industry, those who lead uh, billion dollar enterprises, what they see moving forward in the auto industry as we pass beyond COVID-19, whether it's, uh, getting an actual, uh, remedy for this or whether it's, uh, in the short term, what do you see really with that forward thinking mentality that you have? What do you see in the future for the auto industry? Well, I think, I think
2: first it's not about being strong and it's not about being smart. It's about adapting to change. Those are the people that are going to win. And if you get your house in order take care of your people and have the fundamentals of running a company correctly, there are so many ways to run dealership groups and distributorships and parts and whatever you wanna do. But if you talk to all the super successful guys, there's a thread through where they all have this similar thing happening. So it's, this is unprecedented, although the closest thing that I know of this is 2008, 2009. It's quite different because that was, that was horrible. It was terrible. It affected the SAR. Um, and, and this also will affect the SAR. But this is different. This is a lockdown. This is you can't do business. This is longer. This is tougher. This is more money lost. This is, it's going to be difficult, and you have to be willing to change. I'm home. I'm watching TV. I've already changed all my television for Subaru of New England, and I see all the manufacturers changing it. I see Ford. I see GM. I see Toyota. I, 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 I see all of it happening. Some of it I agree with, and some of it I don't. But it's definitely in the air that change is on top of us. Indeed. You know, we've been
0: speaking about this every day. You have to, uh, you know, you really have to change and be almost as a chameleon to what's going on right now. It's so important to get your teams in place. And, you know, there's no better word today to describe what you're saying, which is incredible, than to be a leader. I mean, we need leaders today. And those leaders need to guide their
2: te- their teams throughout this difficult time. You have to have a vision. And I'll tell you, even amongst all this madness, my vision hasn't changed. We still have to do what we have to do. We just have to adapt it to this market. I think a big mistake that some of the dealers are doing is totally closing down. I think in Massachusetts and and the six states of New England, service can be open, which of course you should have service open. Service is actually happening at most dealerships and businesses being conducted. But to shut the whole place down, walk away and say, I'll be back when it's over is the worst possible thing you could do.
0: You know, obviously safety is the greatest concern. And and we hear that dealers are doing that because they're worried about the safety of the employee or the customer. But I think they need I think they really need to become that leader and address the situation, because I do agree with you to shut
2: down completely, I think, is, is sending a negative message. In, in, in the worldwide economic downturn in 2000, I call it 2009. In 2009, I distributed Subarus throughout the six states of New England. I am Subaru of New England. I didn't cut one dime of advertising. Wow. Not one dime. Because I knew at the end, I would come out with a bigger share. And it's all about share. That is it. You have to have the share. You've got to maintain or grow your share.
1: You know, Ernie, you uh, have such a large platform, um, We have many dealers listening to us and other executives who are in much smaller size uh, businesses, whether it's a single rooftop, whether it's just a couple of stores, people who aren't well capitalized and weren't expecting or at least weren't insulated from such a difficult period as this has created. What sort of encouragement, words of advice can you give to those, especially those who aren't well capitalized at this point?
2: Well, some of them are not going to make it. I'll tell you, there is a bunch of restaurants that won't reopen. There's probably going to be some auto dealerships that won't reopen. But no matter what your situation, no matter how you capitalize and no matter how bad you think it is, if you just slow down and really look at the situation and make it happen, I'll tell you, I would rather have a guy desire over talent absolutely i would take a guy that has the desire over the most if he's got the same talent see if he's got the desire the same as the guy that's got talent i'll take the guy with desire 100 percent of the time yeah. you have to you have to want to do this i'll tell you I'll, I'll tell you a story i i got i i sold my retail stores five years ago i kept my ferrari store because I love Ferrari. I kept, the, I, I kept the land and building and I sold the business. But I, I, I think that the smaller dealer can come out and come out strong with this. You've just got to scale it down and you have to be there. Do not give up. Stay in the fight. I completely agree, Ernie. And we've
0: been stressing that to everyone across the airwaves now for going on three weeks. It's so important. You know, there's so much more though about Ernie Bach jr. Uh, than, than just automotive, you know, we, we, we know how philanthropic uh, you and your family are and we know how much you love music. And I understand going back right around 2006, you started a charity music drives us. Ernie, can you tell us about this charity? Well, I'm a,
2: I'm a, i'm a 70s kid i grew up i i was born in 58 but you know i was too young to be a hippie i remember i remember when woodstock happened i was like 10 years old it completely absolutely changed my life (laughs) i was a 10 year old kid it blew my mind and that's really what got me into music and then and then it's it's just always it's just always it's always been with me. It's music has done a lot for me. It can do a lot for people. I mean, there are so many studies that it can literally rewire your brain. It makes kids more communicative. It makes kids uh, less violent. It keeps kids in school longer, better attendance. I mean, there are just so many great things about music, and it's fun. You know i had a rock band for a while it's it's just it's it's cool it's a, it's a it's a good thing people appreciate it almost every single culture has it it's its own language so growing up in the in the 70s you know they, they yeah i mean they gave you a peter frampton album and a guitar that was issue.
1: <laughs> You know that's Ernie. Great story, and uh, what a great charity! I understand it's not just your your charitable organization at large, but you're doing things right now during COVID nineteen. I heard about a blood drive with uh, the Red Cross at your Ferrari dealership. Um, t- can you tell us about that?
2: Uh, last last week, he, 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 um, the Red Cross had to cancel seven thousand blood drives, which was which was a tremendous amount of shortage. And I said to myself, I said, I'm amongst, you know, in the middle of people huckering down and not wanting to go out, I said, we got to do a flood drive. And the people that I work with, I have to uh, preference it. The people who I work with, I, I, I love, adore, I trust them with my life. I think they do a great job. They are fantastic. And every once in a while, I'll come up with an idea and they will sit in front of me and say, Ernie, bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) bad This is crazy. And I said, like I have many times, I said, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But I know we can do this and I know we can do it well. And I overrode them. I mean, at my place, I'm a privately owned company. I own 100% of it it is not a democracy it's a dictatorship <laughs> I I make the decision but I listen I listen and and I can tell you a lot of stories where they sat in front of me and said it wasn't a good idea and I didn't do it but in this particular case I knew it would be successful and it was it was amazing we did uh, we did 58 pints we had a line waiting people were incredible it was just such a great vibe I loved it You know,
0: Ernie, as a a leukemia survivor, it's people like you that change this world. I saw pictures from the blood drive. It was amazing. You had the people donating blood on one side of the showroom and Ferraris on the other. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. So I'm so happy that you vetoed, okay, that decision and went along with it. Thumbs up to you. Incredible. Just unbelievable what you and your family do. You know, Ernie, before I let you go, I got one last question to ask about. I heard about this tip challenge that you were involved in, okay? And I absolutely love it. And I need everyone to hear because we're challenging everyone on this airwave right now to learn more about Ernie Bach's tip challenge and what that means for you. Tell
2: us about it, Ernie. Well, I mean, if you if you have any questions, I'm on social. I'm on Twitter at Ernie Bach Jr. I'm on Instagram at Ernie Bach Jr. Um, well, I'm from Boston. And, and the Wahlbergs are from Boston throughout my years I've've met met them all I love that family. I have the most respect for those every single one of the brothers the cousins there seems to be Wahlbergs everywhere if you if you look. <laughs> yeah and um, Donnie, I forget he was in he was in a, a pancake place in Ohio I forget where he was and he threw down he threw down a couple grand on like a hundred dollar bill and i said wow that guy he's just he's just so cool and this makes him this makes him even cooler yeah and i had it in the back of my mind and i went to go see a friend of mine this is before all this craziness that you can't get together i went to go see a friend of mine gary sharon he's a very good friend he's the lead singer of the band extreme he was the third singer of van halen as a a side note, a very good friend of mine, and he's got a Who tribute band. It's kind of like a modern take of The Who with his brother. So he he sold the place out. It was fantastic, and it, it was going great, going great. And about 45 minutes into the set, you know, I'm an old guy. I can't stay all night for anything, you know? So <laughs> I, I actually introduced him. Me and um, Mistress Terry from the rock station in Boston, we introduced him. I saw some of the show, and then we were looking for a place to eat because I was hungry. We went to the we went to the uh, you know the the girl at the D girl, and um, the place was empty. And I said, "Can can we just go in? We'll be quick. We'll just go in." And she said, "Yes." And and we were in this restaurant with just us. And this waitress came in, and I didn't have to think. I said, "My God, this is it." You knew it right then and there. You knew this was your time. I knew it right then and there. And the people that I was with, the people that I was with, as I took the bill, I was like, <laughs> I was kind of lopping and and just having fun, writing notes and everything like that. And then I turned it over and they, and the, the, my, my friend's like, what'd you do? What'd you do? I go, I go, nothing, nothing. Let's go. And so I basically ran out of there because yeah. I didn't really. I didn't really want to deal with the aftermath, you know, but um, she tracked me down and it was just a great thing. Unbelievable story.
0: I love it. We challenge every one of you out there. Now is the time, especially now, once the COVID-19 ends, this is the time to take care of the people that take care of us. Ernie Bach Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, CEO and president of Bach Enterprises, a celebrity in the automotive industry and so much more. Ernie We cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today. Unbelievable interview. And thank you for everything that you do in the automotive community and everything that you do philanthropic. It's unbelievable. Uh, Everyone should take a page out of Ernie's book. Ernie, stay healthy
2: and stay safe. Okay. Dave, Andy, thank you. Thank Thank you. you,
1: Ernie. Take care. Wow. What an incredible interview from an incredible person. Ernie
0: has such an incredible history in the automotive industry, but it's so much deeper than that, right? What they, you know, it's, it's really, you know, he understands so much more in life. I mean, listen to the guy, right? He was born in the fifties. He's living a life as if he's in the seventies. I mean, the guy is just incredible.
1: Wow. Uh, just so much inspiration, you know. A lot of I, I mentioned it during the interview. Forward thinking. Um, this is somebody who you know has long hair, uh, has uh, a little bit of a persona that's different than we see in many of the executive types within the automotive industry. But he's still killing it, and I think that it says that everybody is is able and capable of forward thinking. Of of at this time, especially thinking in a way that we did not think in the past. Here's a
0: guy that's not going to let the fight win. He's going to win the fight. Everyone, what an incredible day today. We wish everyone an incredible good Friday. Have a great holiday weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe.
2: Until next time, this is Dealer News Today.